you guys are in for a really good episode today. So today's episode is actually an interview with my nutritionist. So a couple of months ago, I was just like at this point where I was really evaluating everything in my life. And and long story short, the one space I knew that I needed some mega support on was with my food. Women's health gets dismissed a lot and for many reasons in the history books why we don't know more than we should about women's health. And so it's just been dismissed and it's just easy for us to just like write it off. What's up, ladies? Welcome back to the Just Realized podcast. It's Katie. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you to everyone for your constant support on the podcast. It means the world to me because you guys know I'm obsessed with podcasting. And thank you to anyone that's new. Welcome. You guys are in for a really good episode today. So today's episode is actually an interview with my nutritionist. So a couple of months ago, I was just like at this point where I was really evaluating everything in my life. And I've said this once, I've said it a thousand times, running a business is literally self-development on steroids, right? You peel back all the layers and you see life in a completely different point of view because you're solely counting on yourself, right? You're living in uncertainty and you are literally responsible for creating your life. So you take on this whole aspect of radical responsibility in a way that I just can't even put into words. Like I'm, people would probably use the word responsible, dependable to describe me, but holy fuck, running a business and depending on yourself for your income, your decisions, everything showing up in your life, that's a whole new level of radical responsibility. And long story short, the one space I knew that I needed some mega support on was with my food. I really quickly realized that how I felt impacted how I showed up in my business, mentally, physically, emotionally, physically, obviously being the food part. And I noticed that I would just like work and work and work and work and work and push and push and push and do all this scary stuff. And I wouldn't ever like slow down to eat. And then when I did, it was just sugar, coffee, sugar, coffee. And then that really wasn't helping me. And it's so funny how we really do get what we need and what we ask for. And you guys know I'm real big into manifesting and all of the things. And I have my list of things, like my dream list of things. Like I want a chef. I want to live on the water. Love like all those things. And I was finding myself writing, I want a nutritionist. I want a nutritionist. And um, I was on the phone with Amber, who's our guest today. And she had actually got a free styling session through um, a collaboration I did with another um, content creator. And I was on the phone with her and I was like, oh my God, this call is not for her. This call is for me. Like everything in that moment, it just like clicked. And I was like, we were connected because I needed her. And like, so we, you know, we did our call and everything like that. And then I was like, hold on, I have a se- I have a question for you. I was like, don't you do this? And she's like, yeah. So anyways, I ended up hiring her. We actually ended up working together, hiring each other. And it was a really beautiful collaboration. It wasn't really a collaboration. We ended up being each other's clients. It just ended up being a really cool time for both of us. Um, But I cannot say enough about 
her, how she's helped me reframe my ideas around food, how she made it so easy for me. Like she just really got me out of my head around food. She made it really easy to just feel more confident. She made it really easy to make the shifts. And it's so much more than food, right? I feel most of the time when you really are supposed to work with someone, you get so much more out of it than just the thing that you thought you signed up for, right? I hear this all the time um, from my clients around styling because I really believe like how you do one thing is how you do everything. So I learned so much about food. I'm so much more confident in myself. Um, I just... It was. It's been an amazing experience. We are. I am still working with her um, at the time of recording this, so I'm sure I'll continue to learn a lot more. But it's a really powerful episode. And then today's episode, we really just talk. I talk about my experience on working with her. I really specifically um, wanted help around my hormones. I've talked a lot about sy- cycle syncing, um, getting off of the pill, like eating to fix that. I have really short periods, which I mean, come on, you can imagine is really can be really fucking annoying. So I've worked really intentional and really hard mentally, physically, emotionally to like focus on what that means for me. And I knew food was a big part of that. And that's what I really um, hired her to help me with. So it's been really amazing. If that's something that's coming up for you, feel free to send me questions, DMs or emails if you have questions about that. And I will share even more if there's something that came up on this call because we talked about so much um, and I did so many amazing things with her. It was hard to like just get into one piece, but I'd be more than happy to share with you guys anything that I've done in that journey of getting off the pill and using food to help my body heal from this and um, getting my cycle back on track. You guys know that's been a big part of my journey and it is part of become part of my business as well. So check out today's episode. I think you'll love it. It's a really good one. We break down just really simple things you can start doing today without hiring a nutritionist, like whatever feels good for you. I'm just sharing the easy things that worked for me the best tips. Like I said, it wasn't always just food. There was some really fun, cool stuff that her and I did together that I've really integrated into my life and made it my own. But really, it was that initial connection and knowledge that really helped me get there. So check it out. Message me on Insta, Katie Allen Stylist, if anything comes up for you. Or what else, what other topics do you want on the pod? What other guests do you want on the podcast? I would love to know. I love supporting women, having them on the show to share their gifts because we're all like have so many cool gifts to share with each other. And depending on where we're all at in our journeys and our phase, we can all help each other in so many different ways. So connect with me on the gram. Let me know what comes up with you for this episode. Let me know if there's any other um, people coming up for you that you'd love to be on the show that you know would make a really good fit with all this energy. Speaking of cycle syncing, if you guys are getting into that, don't forget my cycle syncing, syncing your cycle to your style freebie is up on my website. You can go download that at Katie Just Styled. It's all about taking the moods that you may be in a may be experiencing at any point in your cycle and matching it up 
to your style and using that to self-express and show up as the badass that you fucking are and just honor that space. It's a really fun way. There's some journal prompts in there. It's my favorite lip gloss and lipsticks no matter where I'm at in my cycle. And it's so many tips and tricks. It's chock full of stuff. It's fucking 18 pages and it literally came to me through a meditation. So it's so fucking special and it's one of those things like, oh my God, I got a download. But truly, it's so close to my heart. So go download that on the website. Hit me up on Instagram. And if you are ready to learn more, even more about style after hearing this journey or any of the pods, don't be afraid to book a 30-minute discovery call just to see if it's a good fit. It might not be a good fit, or maybe we're ready to be more than podcast friends. Who knows? But it's so powerful. I love being in this space for women. So if you have been on the fence about, oh my God, I think I really want to take the leap. I want to feel amazing in my body. I want to feel amazing in my clothes. I want to show up every day like the fucking queen I am. Book a call. And if that feels too scary, just fucking DM me and we will get together. I got you, boo. So Katie Allen Stylist, on the gram, katiejuststyled.com if you want to download the freebie. And without further ado, I give you my interview with my nutritional therapy practitioner, Amber. It's been an amazing experience. And I know you guys will take away so many good tips and tricks from this episode. And make sure you go follow her too. I'm going to put all her info in the show notes. But her handle is Amber Dawn underscore wellness. I hopefully I got that right. I'm pretty sure that's it. Follow her. She's going to drop so many gems. You're going to love it. And it's going to be such a good episode. And thank you so much for the ongoing support. Enjoy and have an amazing week. I'll talk to you ladies soon. Bye. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so pumped to be here. And I have another really good interview for you guys today. So I have another one of my boss friends on the podcast, Amber. I'm not even going to try to pronounce her last name. So we're just going to go with Amber. I will let her do that in a second. She's actually my nutritionist and the person that I hired when I knew I needed help. But she is a certified nutritional therapy practitioner. I hope I said that right. Yes. A nutrition health, an integrated nutrition health coach, a Disney fanatic, which I have a funny story about that. A mom and a badass business owner. Thank you, Amber, so much for being here today. Yay. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And my last name is Frauenholz, which you don't ever have to say it again. (laughs) (laughs) But but I wanted you to say it and on it. So funny story. I was thinking about this. I was getting ready for the podcast and I always kind of just write like a little outline and some guiding questions. Um, Probably nine times out of 10, we end up just flowing. But I was thinking about Amber and the first time we met and we actually met in Detroit And I thought about how many women I have had on this podcast that I've said, oh, we met in Detroit at this event and how significant that feels, even though I feel like, God, I say this about every single fucking person I bring on the podcast, but it really goes back to surrounding yourself with people that are doing, being, living the life that you want to live. And then I was like, oh my God, there's so much magic in this. I have met so many amazing women and 
I have let myself step into that space. And we've all done so many amazing things since that meeting in Detroit. And then the big significant thing about that meeting in Detroit is the last fucking thing any of us did (laughs) before the pandemic hit. And we had no goddamn idea. We were sitting in that room that the world was about to explode. So I am super, super excited that you are here. Yay. I'm so happy to be here. And yeah, I like that Detroit, like one day, two day conference, the women that I met there changed the course of my life. Like it, even though there was a pandemic between now and then it still was like such a crazy, like positive impact. And I just would not like have the opportunities that I have today without like being surrounded by women. So yeah, at at that conference, which is just so fun to think about. It's so fun. So the other thing, which I know I kind of hinted at to this to you, but I don't know if I fully have told you. So Amber is like a full-blown Disney fanatic. And before I met Amber, the end of summer 2019, Disney was our big family vacation. And I was like, who the fuck likes Disney? I was like, am I the one of those only weird people in the world who cannot stand Disney World? Like, it was not my favorite trip. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't terrible. But I was like, oh my God, what kind of person enjoys this? And then we're you needed Detroit. help. You needed someone to help you strategize. That's the thing. <laughs> but I don't want my vacations to be strategized. <laughs> and then I remember meeting you in Detroit and I was like, I'll never like her because she likes Disney. And then when you came into my life, and I wanted to tell this story too, and I was thinking about it, is before, and like of course we kept in touch and we've talked on social and things like that throughout this whole time. And when you really came into my life, I had been writing down like a list of things that I wanted to manifest in my life. And I wasn't really, I never even really connected you to it, but it was like, I want a nutritionist and some of this shit I thought I would never like, okay, let me rephrase this. Some of this stuff I didn't think was in my immediate future. I was like, I want a nutritionist. I want a personal chef. I want a pool boy. Like I have a whole list of people that I want in my life. And it was so funny because we connected through something completely different on like a style consult. And I was like, hold on. Like, I know you were supposed to be talking to me about this, but hold on. Like you do nutrition stuff. I forgot. Like, I think I need you. And then we connected and it was just like this. It was so like, what's the word I'm looking for? It was just like, so connected. It was so like put together. And I was like, Oh my God, that's how you manifest the shit you want is it was like this whole string of events that had happened to bring us together. And then we ended up both supporting each other's businesses and be, excuse me, and becoming each other's clients. And I was like, oh my God, this is how it really, really works. So there's like so many different levels of like you were saying, it's like that conference. And then there's all these little action steps and all these other people and all these other things that happen in between it. And then you yeah. can just bring things together and you just never know how people are yeah. going to show up for you. And it's like remaining open to to like the possibilities and um, just not like tied to any way that those things are going to come into your life. And then they just like pop out of nowhere and... It's amazing whenever that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one day cool. I'll let you strategize my Disney trip, but not yet. Yes, please. I do. <laughs> I, yeah. That's like my like hobby is to helping friends plan their Disney trips. I just think of Disney World as like um, a real life board game, um, but one of the hard board games where you have to strategize. And so it's like, if I make this move, like what's going to happen? And if there's too many crowds there, where am I going to go? And I have it like all strategized out. And my husband and I just like love it so much. So I love helping other people do that. Oh, I love that. And I remember when we were talking about like your style and pulling it together. And I was like, you have to just tell me, why do you like Disney? But the way you framed it, 
I was like, ah, okay, that makes so much sense. And you had just talked about like the sense of wonder. And like you said, it's like a real life board game. And it was just like being a kid again. And it was just like that idea of like it leaning into the magic. Yeah. And I really, really, I just love that. Um, but I also love like how someone can come into your life and change your perspective on something that you feel like this is a solid no for me. And <laughs> someone can tell you and you're like, okay, if I think about it that way, then I can see this totally different. And then that opens up our world, not just to Disney, but to so many other things. And yeah. like, then you can start to apply those principles to everything in life. And um, so that's what's really opened my eyes up about just like knowing you, meeting you, obviously why I really reached out to you. And it wasn't really, it was, I was like, oh, I want a nutritionist. I want a nutritionist. But at the same time, I was like, oh my God, I've been off the pill for almost a year and my periods are still not under control. And I know there's so many women out there who are struggling with something like this. And I keep circling back around to my cycle and cycle syncing and I keep dipping my toe in it and I keep aligning it to my business. And I kept pulling back because I was like, is it no one's like ready for this? And like, no one's talking about this. And I'll never forget. We had talked on the phone or right. It was right around the same time. And he had put a post up about that. And you were saying like, this is what I do. This is what I, women that I help, but also like this, there's this whole piece of our hormones and how we can support it with food and all that. And I was like, okay, like I'm obsessed with her and I need this in my life. And so this is like a long way of me saying, I think the work you do is amazing. And I wanted to bring you on the podcast so that you could share it with so many other women, because I know that there's a lot of women. And I think you told me this yesterday, the stat for women that are suffering. Say that really quick. Yes. Okay. So this actually comes from a book called Hormone Intelligence by Dr. Aviva Ram. And she is like a fantastic, like functional medicine doctor, herbalist, like crazy badass woman. Um, she wrote this book, but essentially 80% of modern women, so like living in like a Western civilized quote unquote modern lifestyle, 80% of us will suffer from some hormonal imbalance that impacts the quality of our life. And it's just interesting because that is a huge amount of women, but no one like is aware or talks about it because hormonal imbalances, quote unquote, are something that have just sort of been normalized like in our society. And, you know, it's, it's totally normal for a woman to be like, Oh, I just have PMS or I'm hormonal. But the thing is like, just because something is, um, common does not mean it's normal. Right. And women's health gets dismissed a lot. And for many reasons in the history books, why we don't know more than we should about women's health. And so it's just been dismissed and it's just easy for us to just like write it off. Um, so I'm like bouncing in my seat right now. Cause for yeah. one, if you've been following me on Instagram and I don't know when this is going to air, but I am definitely like ovulating right now. And my fucking energy is on fire. I'm <laughs> yeah. Everything. Yeah. So. You're glowing. You're glowing. <laughs> I am like on my feminist soapbox this week and I agree with you. So, and it just blows my fucking mind. And the more I read and the more I do the work and the more I try to show up in my business and live the life I really want to live, like I see how often daily women are cutting themselves short to make other people happy, no matter who the fuck it is, your kids, your spouse, whatever. Not even, and a lot of it is like, you don't even realize you're doing it. And I think even just hearing you talk, when I think about when I reached out with you, I literally for almost a year have been off the pill. 
in the end of July, it'll be a whole year. And when I finally reached out to you, like what was that in May? Yeah. I had been having short periods. So like every 21 to 23 days, I'm losing a whole fucking week of energy that goes into that cycle. And I was doing that for over a year and I was like, I'm going to live my best life. Now, granted, it was the fucking weirdest year of my life. Yeah. So I immediately put my health on the back burner. But that's the thing. I think a lot of people, like you said, we've normalized it. So can you, for a second, yeah, talk about some of those like big things that we've kind of normalized um, around hormones and health and yes, just go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that is so common in women who are in sort of my stage of life, our stage of life. We have young kids. Um, we're sort of done. We're done having kids. I'm definitely done. I'm done. Kids. <laughs> yeah. We're both definitely we're done. done. Um, but we're not like in the perimenopause stage quite yet. Um, but we're still dealing with these symptoms that are not fun. So like short cycles, like 21, 23 day cycles, that's miserable because you like, bleed and then you get a couple of weeks of happiness and then you're like on your period again. Like that's terrible. Um, and other things that we have quote unquote have sort of like normalized are sort of like intense PMS symptoms, right? So the, um, the mood swings, the bloating, the just feeling tired, the, um, you know, that just general sense of like bleh that you feel, that it doesn't have to be like that. Um, actually PMS can definitely get much, much better when you're putting your, your health first. Um, you know, it's become in, I have seen, it's very common for us to have a hard time losing weight when we, and we gain weight and we're like eating super healthy. We're working out, not understanding like why we're gaining weight, uh, really hard to lose it. That is definitely related to hormones. Um, painful periods are another thing, heavy periods, your sex drive being low or high, um, anxiety and depression. Those are really big, uh, culprits in, in this world too. Cause a lot of that sort of mental struggle can be related to underlying hormonal imbalances. And then you just end up, you know, going to the doctor and they just slap a, um, antidepressant on you, which is great. Like I'm so happy for modern medicine. Thank God we have it, but they don't address the root causes as to why you might actually be suffering from those things. And so you end up just getting stuck in this like vicious cycle of not being able to feel better. Um, and there is another way, like you can attack it from a whole bunch of different areas of your life and, and get improvements in sort of like all those facets that I, um, talked about. Yes. And that's why I wanted to bring Amber on the podcast because I feel like that's exactly what we've done together and what you've helped me do is attack the hormone space from like all these uh, other angles of my life. And yes, food is a big part of it, but it wasn't just food. It was really this holistic approach around, you know, my how I felt mentally, how I felt spiritually, and the part that I absolutely feel like I always struggle with and like my block has always been around food and making it simple for myself. I that's yeah. the space I, if there's a space I like to overcomplicate, like that's the space. I'm like, yeah, let's make this really fucking hard so that I can't use it properly. And that's the part that I really, really wanted tons of support on. And I think that my aha for me was like essentially our hormones fucking control everything in our bodies. And I think the other thing that we've kind of normalized around hormones is we've, we, when you say the word hormones, it's like, it has this sexual innuendo or connotation attached to it. And you only think about 
your period or if you yeah. want to have sex or if you have a sex drive or you think of raging hormones and you think about, you know, kids, not kids, but, you know, like teenagers yeah. with their raging hormones and things like that. And that was like my aha moment is it's like, no, that shit impacts everything. And everything. I've never really experienced a ton of, I never was someone that said, oh, I've identify as being an anxious person there's lots of other things that I identify with but that wasn't one of them and like right before we started working and then like right when we started working together like I started to pay attention more and I was like oh my god when I'm hitting that phase in PMS I am having intense fucking anxiety like to the point where I canceled a family vacation because I got this huge, like, yes, part of it, I think, is a gut feeling, but also there was this level of anxiety around it where I couldn't even get off the couch. Like, it was like a true, like, panic attack, and I've only felt that a couple times in my life, and I started to always correlate it back to a certain part of my cycle, and that's where I was like, this is not normal, and yes, I know some people, like, feel like they live like this or they identify this way, but I guarantee you this is not normal. And I think there's something that we could do here. And I need yeah. Amber to help me. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, let me just comment on that a little bit. So there's like so many reasons why you might be experiencing like anxious feelings or depressed feelings at a certain point in your cycle, or just like at any, at any time, like there's hundreds of hormones. There's like tons of hormones in your, in your um, system. And they're all like related to one another. So if there's an imbalance in one, then it um, impacts all of the rest. And it's like a cascade effect. And so when you're dealing with quote unquote, like hormone imbalance, it can be really frustrating because you don't actually know like which one started it. Right. You're like, uh, maybe it was my um, estrogen. Like I'm estrogen dominant. I have too much estrogen at the second half of my cycle. Maybe that was that. And it caused, my progesterone to be low and it's impacting my thyroid. So it just like cascades or it could started have started with your stress hormones being out of whack. And then that um, took resources from your like reproductive hormones. And so there's really no way to, it's hard to tell like where it started. And so it can be frustrating to um, try to fix it yourself and know like what to do. Um, but with the anxiety and depression piece, like especially for you, it was happening in that second half of your cycle. And progesterone is like this magical hormone that spikes in the second half of your cycle. And it's actually the anti-anxiety hormone. Like it is calming and it makes you um, feel sort of like grounded. Um, it's getting you ready, you know, and reproductive terms, like carry a baby. Um, and if that's too low, then you're going to feel more anxious, especially if your estrogen is, is like higher. Uh, and I, I think that that was likely what was happening in your case. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Which is really funny. Cause when I think back to even having kids, that was my problem that was the thing I was struggling with when I was trying to get pregnant with Landon. And like, I don't talk about a lot of that like fertility journey stuff. Cause it feels so long ago. Cause it was 12 years yeah. ago, but I was having miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage. Oh. And they were like, um, your progesterone's too low. So I had to deal with that. So I think that was, that's kind of just been the way my body has operated or has handled being on the birth control pill for fucking 20 years. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole nother um, podcast yeah. conversation. Um, but which just goes back to just like normalizing things and like not getting back to the root causes. And that was one of the things I was just like really, really attracted to you about was, yes, I felt like I needed help with food, but I've gotten so much more out of it than food. And there were so many tips and tricks and things that you've shared and that you've held me accountable and hold space for me on that word, just like this holistic approach about things. So I wanted to ask you like, 
what do you, what are some of the, like the most common things that you see going on? And yeah. I believe like, and I see this a lot in my business too. There's usually these common things that a lot of us deal with. And there's usually these simple, and I'm going to use the word simple in a really amazing space. Like simple is yeah. a great word to start to see the shifts if we're consistently utilizing these tools. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, so like two points, right? So kind of like, what are the root causes that might be contributing to your hormones being out of balance? And then what are the things that we can do to address the root causes to bring things back into balance? And that's the really interesting thing about hormones, because a lot of people might think, oh, my hormones are not in balance or something is is off. That's the root cause. Like that's the problem. But hormones are actually just a messenger, right? They are a messenger in the body. They go about in, you know, different parts of your system to deliver a message and then have your body react to the message, right? And so if hormones are the messenger, then the symptoms that you're feeling, those are the messages. And we're supposed to listen to the messages. So if you have like intense PMS symptoms, what does that actually mean? Your hormones are trying to tell you that something is off, like something under the root is off. And a lot of those root causes can be sort of, you know, um, tied directly back to our modern lifestyle. <laughs> like it's just our modern lifestyle. We are overworked. We're overscheduled. We are dealing with chronic stress. We just went through a global pandemic. I mean, we're still in a global pandemic and that is extremely stressful. Stress wrecks havoc in on your body and your hormones. That's an underlying root cause. Um, there's like societal pressures to like look a certain way. And so we maybe don't like fuel ourselves the way we want because we feel this pressure to like diet or whatever that, that could be a root cause. Um, the foods that we eat processed foods, they are not serving us. They're not health promoting. And, uh, those could be a root cause. If you're eating too much sugar, you're not eating enough fat. You've got too many liver, what we call like liver loaders in your, in your diet things that keep your liver busy so that it can't do the important work of, um, getting your waste hormones out of your system. Um, those are things like alcohol, caffeine, processed food, chemical exposures in our environment. You know, we might be putting, um, beauty products or cleaning with things that aren't serving our hormone health. Um, digestive issues, you know, you might have, um, like problems in your intestines with like, uh, leaky gut. I know that's a kind of a buzzword these days where, uh, your, your intestine lining is kind of injured and stuff gets out, causes inflammation in your, in your system. So that could be causing it. I mean, there's just so many like root causes under there. Um, and it's important to try to identify like, what are the priority items for you? And that's what working with a practitioner is for, and then building a plan based on that. But there are things that we can do across the board. Like everyone, every woman can do these things and they will see some amount of benefit in their well-being and how they feel. Um, but then if you want to get more targeted and try to figure out like what, where to start, that would be like where, when you work with a practitioner. So before I get into the, um, the recommendations, do any comments on the root causes? No, that's amazing. I'm just like shaking my head and what I kept thinking about when I was hearing you talk is like after working with you for the last couple months, I, you were saying about like pressures and we put so much pressure on ourselves. And like yesterday I had a good day, but it was extremely busy. And then I, I was surviving yesterday, not thriving. And yeah. I, I was not prepared with my meals and I totally ate like shit. But, in, and I felt like shit when I woke up, but instead of beating myself up, 
because I've been working with you and I feel like I have the tools, it was in one of the first moments or the first times I woke up today and I said, okay, I met with Amber. I have a plan. Yes, you survived last night and you pulled the easy button and it didn't pay off. But I got to look at that from a different point of view instead of feeling completely overwhelmed and completely hopeless. I just said, okay, Katie, that didn't feel good. That's actually not how you want to eat. It's not how any of us want to eat. And now I've been working with Amber. Let me go pull back on those tools. And I think that was like the value. That for me was like that aha moment. I was like, this is why we need other women in our lives. And this is why we need support in our lives. And while I think it's been great to work together for a while, it's because you got some of it's just fucking habit, right? And I've shared yeah. that with you. And that's been my favorite part of working with you is like, you don't hold judgment. You're just like, okay, Katie, so how do we get back? Where do we want to go? Let's go back. Yeah. And then I kind of did that to myself this morning. I was like, okay, so what would Amber say? She would just say, okay, so how do we get back? <laughs> like, how do we get back on track? And like, so just like hearing you talk and talking about the stress, because then like we've been working together and I've seen amazing results. And then I had a stressful week, like when Chloe got really sick. And I started to see these things trickle back in and I let some of those things slip. And so I think people underestimate how much stress and all those things you just mentioned really um, impact us. And that's been another thing I think you're really good at is like the intentionality behind it and like this whole approach. So go ahead with your recommendations. That was just me. You're fucking amazing. Hire her. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um, but yeah, stress is like, it's, it's just terrible on our bodies, um, in so many different ways. And it's, it's so much more than just emotional stress too. I mean, of course we have the stress from our lives and, um, you know, being parents and all of that, but in this definition of stress, it's just the cumulative amount of things that are hard for your body to maintain balance. in. so it could be like chronic pain or you're dealing with a, you know, some kind of like gut issue or whatever it may be. That's also stress. So it all adds up, you know, to kind of tip you over into feeling symptoms. Um, and for a lot of women, it shows up as hormone imbalance. So some of the things that we can all do that will be helpful and supportive of your hormone health. Number one is making sure you're drinking enough water. I mean, it sounds so simple and like, really that's the recommendation, but yeah, it is. You need to be drinking at least 50% of your body weight in ounces of water a day. And some of that water, um, needs to have some kind of mineral content to it. So an electrolyte, like, um, you can see, find those powders in the store or put trace mineral, mineral drops in your water or a sprinkle of like high quality sea salt. And the reason we want that is because, um, if you think way back to like high school science class, you know, that, that idea of like, sort of like, um, like osmosis kind of thing, like water going back and forth between our cell membranes. If there's not like salts, like sodium in your system or, um, potassium or whatever is needed to absorb that water, then the water doesn't get absorbed. It just goes right out of your body. And so that's what the electrolytes are there for. So it's important to get some of those and just like add a little bit of salt or whatever to one, one of your glasses of water a day. So that's a big one. And you're really good at staying hydrated. So I'm drinking my electrolytes right now. Yeah. I noticed that. Video. <laughs> um, and so number two is, this is a big topic that could take up a whole podcast. So I'll just briefly touch on it, but it's trying to make sure your blood sugar remains balanced
Katie, uh, Katie. Sorry, you froze. <laughs> Keep going. So blood sugar needs to stay balanced. Go. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so blood sugar balance is really important. Obviously it actually involves hormones like insulin and glucagon. Those are hormones, but again, all hormones impact one another. So it impacts all the ones that we're talking about, estrogen, progesterone, cortisol, thyroid. Anyways, imbalanced blood sugar, it's hard on your system. We want to keep it stable. You don't want to be riding an energy roller coaster. The best way to do that is eat two to three, every two to three hours and try to keep those um, meals and snacks balanced between protein, fat, and carbs. And that will keep your blood sugar in a, in a stable position. Um, the biggest point there is to just always try to make sure you're getting your protein in uh, during the day. And you can do that like when you're plating at mealtime, just try to get like a palm size amount of protein and it doesn't have to be animal protein. It could be like beans or quinoa or whatever you want it to be soy. Um, but we want to make sure we're getting our protein in so that can have those, um, blood sugar, uh, levels stay stable. So then the third one is like not fearing fat. We want to make sure that you are having fat in your diet, um, I know fat's sort of been demonized the last like 30 years or so. And again, there's, you could do a whole nother podcast on that, but turns out fat actually is really important for your body to thrive. Hormones, the big ones, cortisol, progesterone, um, estrogen, those are actually made of fat. So if you're not eating healthy fat, then you're not making, um, you're not going to have the materials to make the hormones that you need. So we want to focus on the quote unquote, like healthy fats. Those are like avocado oil, avocados, walnuts, nuts and seeds, fish, um, like omega-3 fish, like salmon, sardines, those kinds of things, or take a supplement, um, olive oil, butter, ghee, like those are all going to be health promoting fats. Let's see. Okay. And then the fourth one for food specifically is around your liver. So just supporting your liver. And these are just really general recommendations. Again, like if you've got a specific imbalance, you might want to do some targeted things, but, um, making sure you're eating enough fiber and by fiber, I mean, all the vegetables, all the colors, all the vegetables. We want to get those in, especially the ones that are from the cruciferous family, because those are really important for our liver health. That's like broccoli, cabbage, um, cauliflower, all of those. And then reducing, this is the un, um, cool, like not sexy recommendation, but we also need to reduce the liver loaders in our lives. So that's alcohol. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Caffeine, processed food, um, toxins from beauty products or cleaners, things like that. And I always hate to be the bearer of bad news, but unfortunately alcohol really does like burden your liver. And, um, it, it definitely has a place in a healthy, if you are not dealing with any issues, you can absolutely enjoy like some wine, but if you're dealing with some kind of imbalance and you really want to heal, you got to ditch the alcohol at least for a certain amount of time. Go ahead. It, does. it fucks you up. And for me, I think the biggest thing with alcohol is waking up in the middle of the night. Like, mm -hmm. And then it messes with your sleep. And then your sleep is another really big factor in all of this, right? Um, alcohol is a different episode, yeah. Because yeah. I have used alcohol in the past to numb out and deal with my life. And then when I tell people now that I'm not really drinking, they're like, who are you? And I'm like, well, I don't really feel like I need to drink my life away anymore <laughs> because I've yeah. kind of created this awesome one. And I still have drinks. Like when well, my husband and I always go on a date night once a month or something like that. And I, 
use it to like celebrate, but in a different way than yeah. I ever did before. But it does. Sh- I'm trying to like think of a great way to put this to make it sound amazing. <laughs> I know. It does. It fucks with your hormones. Like I've seen the biggest shift in how I feel physically from not drinking alcohol, especially before I go to bed. Oh my God. Yeah. Alcohol, like it doesn't matter how much I drink. I, it impacts my sleep and it doesn't matter when I drink it either. It could be like day drinking. I still will not sleep well that night. It's, it's just, yeah, hard on our systems. But, um, so yeah, so we're going to reduce our liver loaders. And then the last bit for supporting our liver is to make sure that we are pooping. We yes. gotta be pooping. Always be pooping. <laughs> we gotta get rid of that estrogen, right? Yes. Um, and so if there is a reason why you're not pooping at least once a day, then you're constipated and you need to work with a practitioner and figure out why that might be and work on your digestion because that's gonna be a big piece of getting your hormones back in balance. So those are the those are like the big ones around nutrition specific recommendations. And then there's a lot of other stuff, of course, we can do about like reducing stress and self-care and movement and all of that. But I don't know if we have time to get into all of those. (laughs) Well, I can share some of my experience. Um, We forgot about carrots though, Amber. Okay. Carrots. Yes. Okay. Eating carrots like every day. I'm like, I'm (laughs) never going to eat carrots again in my life. (laughs) Carrots are actually surprisingly amazing at binding to excess estrogen in your system and helping get it out, get it out in your poop. And so eating a raw carrot a day is really supportive of your liver and your, your hormone health. So ladies just get those carrots out and <laughs> start munching. I have a Guinea pig that we got Chloe for her birthday. So I just like stand in front of the Guinea pig cage and like, I eat a carrot and she eats a carrot and I'm like, it's <laughs> fucking great. But, but seriously though, when I stop doing those little things and you were like, if do this, try this, try this, like, and those, all those things together. And when I stop, like the week um that Chloe got really sick I'm like oh my god like it really really does impact your life and your um change like how you show up I mean physically and I think that's the biggest part for me is I really speaking of like the joke I was making about not needing a drink because I love my life my biggest aha was I really love my business and I really want to make it everything and I want to show up and I want to do all these amazing things I learned really fucking quick that I cannot show up for myself, show up for my clients, show up for anything if I don't feel good. And like, yeah. if I'm not using food as what it's really for, and like, I'm not using it to fuel my body instead of like emotionally eat and things yeah. like that, that has been such a big aha for me. And that's where like your support has been amazing. Like, I don't even know the word for it. Like I couldn't even, it's a contributor is absolutely a contributor to the sex success of my business. Yeah. Um, my favorite, some of my favorite things that you talked about, like out of all those things, cause yes, I've reduced my caffeine and yes, I've done all those things, but there was little things like you were like, get out in the sun in the morning and just like stand there for five minutes. And then I turned that into like this really, really special time for myself yeah. of like no one coming with me and I'll stand without my socks and shoes on in the grass. And it's become like this total meditative experience for me. Um, that's changed my life. And even the way you held space for me to create an afternoon ritual, like to shift from running the business to then being in my personal life. Because when you are working from home, those and running a business, those two things, it's so hard to separate your life from the business because your life is the business, right? And like helping me create that. And the one piece that I really, really love for you is like, as I 
um, embark on this spirituality journey of like what it means for me is I felt like you also offered some of that too, right? Like I could go as spiritual, as woo, as deep as I wanted to go with you. And you were there every step of the way. So it was so much bigger than food and working with you. Then I see a lot of parallels like in my business when people are like, oh my God, it's so much bigger than style. Because all of these things that we're trying to help everybody with is it's a lifestyle. It's not just this like one and done. And it's like, not like, oh, you just eat good one day or, oh, you just dress a way that makes you feel good just one day. It's a complete lifestyle change. But the one thing I wanted to say that... um I thought that was really fun with you is like, so a lot of times when you start doing like nutritional therapy stuff and it's really targeted to you, there's this idea of like, so let's start supplementing. Right. And then I've been honest with you about like, yes, I'm not against it, but like, I'm feeling like I'm taking so many and like, I don't want to live that space either. Like I'd rather try to do it more with food. And I really loved your biofeedback trick that you told me. Yeah. That's something really, really cool. It just, To me, that is a really good example of learning to build trust in yourself. So we always need support, right? Because we always need accountability. We always need support. It's always easier for someone to give us advice when they're not emotionally attached to an outcome. But it's also really, really important to learn how to trust yourself and build those skills for yourself. So you can always check back in with yourself. Can you just talk really quick about the biofeedback exercise and just like any other thing that kicked up for you? as I'm just spilling my guts about like all the things that I've loved. Yes. Okay. So part of nutritional therapy is this idea of innate wisdom and it's not um, unique to nutrition, right? Obviously with all of the spiritual, whatever woo woo things you want to say, like we have this innate wisdom or intuition inside and our bodies know like what it needs and what it wants. And that that is also with food. So if we were like dropped on an Island and there was just an abundance of real foods, no processed foods anywhere. Like our cravings would point us towards the foods that contained the items that our body needed at that moment. Maybe we were needed like vitamin C. So we'd be craving an apple or what, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and so it works the same with supplements and that if you want to kind of gut check yourself, there's something called the sway test where you hold the supplement bottle or you can, um, like maybe dump, supplements into your hand and then hold it to your chest and just sort of take a deep breath and detach yourself from the outcome. Right. Because it doesn't matter if you're going to take the supplement or not, like who cares? Um, and take a deep breath and then just kind of see like, is your body naturally sway forward or backward forward? Meaning yes, my body wants this. I I think I'm, you know, I'm craving whatever this supplement is and backwards is like, "Mm, no, I don't think I actually need this. It's not health promoting for me right now. And so that's sort of a little gut check that thing that you can do. And of course that actually works with like other non-nutrition related things. Like you can, you know, hold a pendulum and whatever. Um, but yeah, so we did that with your supplements and you were able to sort of kind of get some of them, some of them off your plate, which is awesome. Yeah. I think that's really fun. And I love, like you are saying, you could actually just do this with anything and oh god it was so fun and i love sprinkling in the spiritual piece of anything because that just really lights me up right now um where i'm at in my life and you give so much freaking good advice and there's still like so many things i want to talk to you about but i feel like we just started to scratch the surface and um i just want everyone to absorb all of the gems that you dropped around the liver loaders the food the tips the tricks biofeedback 
morning sunning carrots just go buy carrots period. yeah just everyone <laughs> eat a raw carrot a day awesome that's, that's and all we'll you all do. be happy and we'll all be productive badass bitches if you can get on the feminist soapbox with me and we can all just change the world as long as we're just eating carrots every damn day yes yeah <laughs> carrots wearing carrots making carrots <laughs> um all puns intended. So let's talk about books real quick. So I always like to ask everyone that comes on the podcast because reading has just like changed my mind, changed my mind. It does change my mind, but it changes my life. And I just feel like it's such a great way to access knowledge from other people and get support from other people. But I also like to use it as just a tool for escapism and my imagination and just reading has always been a big part of my life, whether it was for pleasure, for um, self-help, learning, whatever. So I want to know, Amber, I want to add it to my resource list. What are your top three books that either you're reading, loving, inspiring, um, that you want to share with all the other ladies? Yeah. So, um, I too am a big reader. I, a while back, I wish I could find this article, but there was some word for people who like really like escape into books and can empathize with main characters. And it like, I wish I could remember what it was, but I feel like you and I are both whatever that is. Um, Yes. But I like you also read a bunch of books at one time, just different points in the day. So I read fiction at night and then I read self-help in the morning and then I read nutrition during my work day. But so I picked one from every category my number one like favorite all-time fiction book series is um, the All Souls trilogy by Deborah Harkness. Discovery of Witches is the first book, and I just like love those books so freaking much. I've read them five times. I read them once a year, <laughs> so I'm obsessed. I love them. Um, and then the second one is one of the very first like self-help books, I guess, that I actually re- felt like I related to and didn't want to put down. And it got me curious about meditation. So that is 10% Happier Ooh, okay. by Dan Harris. And it's just such a great introduction into meditating and what that can do for you and his story. So highly recommend that one. And then the third one, so we're talking about hormones. And I already talked about hormone intelligence. So that's not my book here, but there's another one by Dr. Libby Weaver. She's this awesome functional medicine doctor in Australia. She wrote a book called rushing women's syndrome. Oh, so rush, I get that. Yeah. Rushing women's syndrome, the impact of a never ending to-do list and how to stay healthy in today's busy world. And it's really all about what we talked about today you know, um, all the recommendations that I, that I mentioned, plus all of the self-care and movement things that we didn't get into and, and more. And it's like put in a really nice package. She's a great writer. It's super easy to read. There's no like jargon in it. It's just very, um, you know, easy to, to understand. So highly recommend that one. That's awesome. I love that. So, um, you mentioned self-care and we didn't really get into it. So let's create like a little bit of space because, think it's super important um and I talked today and I've been talking a lot about like words that we use a lot that are buzzwords but I a thousand percent in my heart don't believe that any of us are actually embodying them to their fullest so like I talk about words like 
bossy and being a boss and being a badass and all these things. And like, I think we all want to do it. And right now that language is so fucking overused, but I don't think any of us are actually, I don't think the actions are overused. And I think self-care falls in that bucket too. So let's create a little bit of space um, to talk about that for just a second before we do wrap up. If you still have time, yeah. what are, go, like, what are your favorite self-care and like how, how, how are we, not using it and what are the easy ways to get back to that? Yeah. So self-care, like you said, it's a buzzword and it's so much more than getting a massage or going and getting a pedicure. It's more about how you treat yourself and then how you show up in the world. Like that is what self-care means to me. And the reason why we've gotten into this position is because women put the needs of other people above our own and we will never like have good health again if we're willing to keep things status quo. And so if you think about like how I treat myself or how I show up in the world, number one, how I treat myself, like sleep. I think sleep is a huge self-care technique that is completely underutilized. You need to get at least seven hours. That's when your body does most of its hard detoxing work. Like that's when your liver is active, trying to get that estrogen out. And if you're not getting your sleep, then you're not giving your body the opportunity to get rid of it. So you got to, you got to get your sleep in there. Getting daily sunlight, that's another one that you actually talked about, one of my recommendations. That's huge for your um, circadian rhythm, right? So if you can, if you're dealing with cortisol imbalance, get outside in the morning, get five minutes of sunlight on your eyes, not covered with sunglasses. That's going to be huge for resetting um, that, that cortisol rhythm. Holding time. I mean, other things are like holding time boundaries, like showing up and, you know, following through on the commitments that you make to yourself, um, saying no when it's not a hell yes. So if you don't feel like it's a hell yes, then it's going to be a no. And these are hard things to Oh, they're actually fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. These are very hard. That's why you need a coach. That's why you need like Support, work with Katie, yep. work with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, breath work is a huge one. You know, it's very soothing on your nervous system. So get it starting some kind of breath practice, um, working on pushing back negative thoughts. So like, how can you work on your mindset? Maybe it's going to a therapist, maybe it's hiring a life coach. Like we need to work on some of the negative thought cycles that you get stuck in. That's also self-care. And then the last thing is like figuring out how you personally are able to push through your resistance because a lot of, um, you know, everyone is going to experience resistance, especially to the things that I'm saying, right. I'm telling you not to drink alcohol. Like you're going to resist that and everyone's going to have their own way of how they can push through. And there's a whole technique around like, first we got to figure out like, how is the resistance showing up for you? What are the techniques you can use to push through that? And that's self-care too. Like mm-hmm. taking the time to, to figure that out. That's huge. So those are the things that I um, focus on when I say self-care. Uh, so good. So I'm glad that we touched on that because you obviously know that you hit a nerve with me around saying no, if it's not a hell yes. And that is hard. And that's, that's hard so for hard. everybody, even when women who seem really big and bold and brave to you that they're fucking struggling with it too i promise because i am that woman um and that's the part that rocks my world because i feel like i do identify as someone who has a bold personality and i always get um i don't want to say slaps on the hand but i always get the like oh i can't believe you said that oh my god i wish i could say that and then I, so like you begin to identify with that. But then when I watch my boundary slip away in front of me, I'm like, how the fuck can I not hold that boundary? But I can hold all the other ones. And that shit is hard. And that's 
that's what you said. Like that's where that real accountability and support comes in because the first step is knowing that you're doing it. And that in and of itself is amazing. Hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can even do that. So like if you can A, just notice it and then reach out to someone, which has been another perk of just even working with you or any of the amazing women that we talked about in our community in the beginning of this, is if you can get the awareness and you have the awareness, the next is to get the support. And that shit is hard and it's not fun. And that's why I do this podcast. And that's why I want to bring all these amazing women on because these are habits that we need to build because that self-care then turns into self-love, then that turns into self-respect. And I feel like I'm finally scratching the surface on that. Like literally this fucking week, just finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it changes also, I feel like where I am on my in my cycle. <laughs> Yes, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, I'm the queen of fucking everything right now. Can I bottle this shit up and like drink this every morning? Oh my God. Uh, What else? Is there any other amazing things that you wanted to leave everybody with before we start talking more about you and where they can find you and what you're offering? Yeah, I mean, I think one of my key messages that I want to get out in the world is I shorten it to it's consistency over compliance. And we've already talked about this multiple times without saying those words. It's, it's a marathon, not a sprint, all of the little sayings. This is a journey. This is your whole life. You know, just because you mess up and we'll quote, you know, maybe mess up. Like, I don't think there is such a thing as really messing up. You just eat off plan or you do something that you're not, you wish you hadn't. It that doesn't matter. Like, yes, it's, you did it. That's fine. You get another chance. The next time you eat, you get another chance the next morning that you wake up and it's about trying to be as consistent as possible. Um, you know, you can do a like really amazing, tough ass workout like once a week or like once every month and then do nothing. Or you can do like a quick little 30 minute workout five days a week. And you're going to get way more benefit from staying consistent and doing less efforts than you will by doing hard efforts for a shorter amount of time. So that's the message. Like, don't beat yourself up. Just stay consistent. You get it. You get another choice the next time you sit down to eat or whatever it is. I think you've really, really embodied that. That's what I was saying. That was like my aha last night or in this morning was like, okay, like, yes, I fucked up. And I'm not going to tell you what I ordered. And, um, this morning I was like, okay, I get to do again. And that's why I made my amazing breakfast, but I felt like I felt empowered from you from doing that. Cause I feel like you really do embody that. And you really do teach people that and teach people how how to hold space for themselves in that. So you're amazing. You're killing it. I love you. I'm so glad that you're in my life. I don't even know where I'd be at with my hormone health and eating and food and all those things without you. So how can women work with you now? What um, offers programs do you have going on? And then how can they get in touch with you? Because everyone, you guys need to run, don't walk. (laughs) Um, Let's see. So I offer two different ways to work with me and both are one-on-one coaching for three months. One is called the Mama Restore Program. And this is really for women who identify as a new mom. I mean, zero to five years postpartum, but you're dealing with depletion that comes along with giving birth and potentially nursing and that feeling of burnout, overwhelm. And you really need like an entire life reset. You need someone to like hold your hand through all areas of your life while getting some of that mindset training that we've 
you and I have talked about throughout this. So that is the Mama Restore program. There's sort of, you know, education involved with that, like video modules, podcasts, that kind of thing, plus working with me. So that's that. And then I also have um, one-on-one nutritional therapy. And that is for anyone who has a health goal in mind, like you uh, dealing with a hormonal imbalance. We do an assessment up front. We build a custom plan for you. And then I support you along the way for implementation. Um, maybe that's like finding recipes for you or just helping you figure out how these recommendations fit into your lifestyle, providing accountability, that kind of thing. And that's also a three month, um, three month program. So you can, uh, reach out to me by going to my website, amberdonwellness.com and you can book a discovery call there, or just send me a DM on Instagram, which is amberdon underscore wellness. Yay. And seriously, it will change your fucking life. So you have to do it. And thank you so much. It's been like the shortest fucking three months of my life. Um, but it was so amazing. And I can't can't wait to continue our relationship and working together. Because like you said, this is a, it's a lifestyle, right? It's This is how we yep. go forward from here. Um, thank you, Amber. Thank you for everything. Thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing all your knowledge. I am so grateful for you. Thank you, Katie. Thank you for having me. And of course, we didn't get to talk about my experience getting styled by you, but thank you for all that you do. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.